0: All right, here take
1: two. We go. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Modern Nerd. My name is Tim Bolin. I'm Dan Smirch. And we are... As always, Massive, massive nerds. nerds. All right, so um, I, I we're going to do a whole uh, uh, Star Wars episode here. Uh, yesterday uh, was May the 4th, so Dan, uh, may the 4th be with you. And yeah, may the 4th be with you. You know, it's really funny because uh, growing up as like a a Catholic, uh, whenever we'd go to church, (laughs) they would say, uh, uh, peace be with you. So you know someone's a Catholic if they say to you, if you go, may the fourth be with you. And they go, and also with you, which is just like, (laughs) which I've said to people. And I'm like, I don't, I'm not religious anymore, but I still say that. It's ingrained in my brain. And so I said that to someone once and they're like, you are a fucking Catholic. I was like, shut up. So I thought it was entertaining.
0: I mean, it sounds religious. What are you going to do? I
1: mean, you know, the Jedi are a religion, so it's not terribly far off. Um, All right, so we're going to kind of go over everything, uh, mostly the uh, uh, Rise of the Skywalker, because that released May 4th for uh, Star Wars Day, uh, and they also had a nice behind-the-scenes thing for Mandalorian, which uh, is going to be um, a docu-series, and they only had one episode, so we'll go over that a little bit, too. Um, full spoilers ahead, so if you don't want to hear about any of that stuff for the the behind-the-scenes thing, which is not super in-depth, uh, then, you know, tune in after you watch it. Um, but before we get into Star Wars stuff, uh, I am going to give you a little breakdown. Uh, I want to tell you, Dan, and the rest of the listeners, that I, I, caved in. Uh, and I got Animal Crossing on my switch. <laughs> yeah, I was actually playing it while waiting for uh, this call to start. so uh, you know i'm I've got my island going and and I named it uh, Ember Isle, which I thought uh, you might enjoy.
0: Good, good. Yeah, um, let
1: it flow through you. It's uh, it's addicting. It really is. And like I'm like stuck. I need certain things, and I'm just like wandering my island looking for stones. And I'm like, please let me crack a stone. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's fun. Uh, it's sad, and it's great all at the same time. So you know, good, good.
0: Congratulations, Tim. Really yeah, proud of you. Yeah,
1: and we're also playing uh, Lego Harry Potter over here, full full series. So. Um, did you start anything? Did you be playing anything new?
0: Uh yes, I don't know if you're really going to talk about it, but I am playing Destiny
1: 2. Um,
0: hey, you know, funny. Last time we talked, we were playing, I I told you I was playing uh, Deus Ex, and I just found myself wanting to shoot and shoot, and I realized I just wanted to shoot things. (laughs) And um, so, uh, yeah, it's scratching the itch. There's a lot of different kinds of game modes, and there's a lot to do. Um, Of course, they don't explain anything of how to do literally anything. Uh, So straight to the internets on just about any question I have, uh, which is... uh, I mean, which I guess I would do that anyway. Say
1: again. Who makes that? Who's? Who makes it's Bungie. It, it is was Bungie. like, yeah.
0: So it was. I mean, it was like I guess they split uh, at some point, but it was the company that more or less made Halo Reach, which is my favorite Halo, personally. Yeah, I,
1: liked- um, I, I, I you and I think you and I played that a lot. We did, oh. um, and uh,
0: it's good. You know, it's 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 scratching the itch. Uh, I say it's it's just kind of fun there's I like the different game modes there's pvp and pve but there's one that's like in between it's like you were fighting a bunch of you know random npcs but you can invade the other and it's like it's point based and you have to gather these things and you can invade the other people's things and kill them and stop their progress that one's a little interesting
1: I like that um
0: but yeah it's fun I'm enjoying myself
1: that sounds pretty fun Say what you will about it. I, I've heard good things, bad things, and I'm just not ready to get that dive uh, into a game yet. But, you know, maybe I'll get on there one day um, and, and join the world. Uh, That's You know,
0: it's kind of nice. You don't have to go all day. But it's honestly. free, right? Yeah, completely is there, free. Is
1: there like a pay-to-play aspect of it? Like stuff you sure. can get? There's newer expansions
0: and certain raids. Uh I'm still learning, honestly. Uh it's all very complicated. Uh but you don't need any of that, honestly. Um you can get just as much stuff uh doing the basic things and the PvP is really what I kinda mostly enjoy. And uh plus they have bows and arrows now, so which I've always been a fan of. <laughs> and I enjoy that as well.
1: Um Nice. Uh all right, let's uh let's get into the Rise of Skywalker. Um, do we have? To? We, we did this. Yeah, I know. We we did. We went over this a little bit last episode, um, and uh, you know, we're just going to kind of do a little bit more in depth just because of the season, and and it just dropped again on DVD, and and um, so I, when I saw it in theaters, I, I mean, I enjoyed the movie because it was fun. You know, I, I'm not. I'm not one of these people who are like overly like picky about Star Wars. I'm happy there is more Star Wars. It's always an entertaining thing to watch uh it's, there was great action uh you know special effects didn't go too crazy. It looked realistic enough for me. I thought it was fun um story wise yeah it was, uh, the, my first view I liked it. I was like fine this is this is acceptable. uh there were definite groaner moments uh that big kiss they had, which was just like hmm did that need to happen no um there was questionable spots for me uh, where they added new force powers which i thought was a little stretched somewhat here and there uh but uh overall first viewing in theaters and maybe it was just because it was the giant spectacle of it i really liked the movie um and then uh coming back to it watching it in, at home Uh, It didn't hold my attention as much as I was hoping it would. I found myself drifting to my phone, um, you know, (laughs) doing whatever and just kind of in and out of the movie here and there. Um, I even ended up pausing it at one point. I was like, screw it. I can pause. I'm at home. Why not? But like, you know, a real good movie you'll be you won't want to pause it you'll be like i'll wait to do that thing i was gonna do because it grabs you and it brings you in this didn't have that effect on me it it really it lost a little bit of luster watching it in home viewing um some of my favorite parts weren't as epic watching it on the tv now granted i've got like a 50 or 55 inch tv um and it's really good tv so you know you'd think you'd be immersed in it but um you know i did kind of fall out of the movie a couple of times here and there um but uh before we go into specific details give go with your your home viewing experience how was it at home versus at theater
0: uh, i <laughs> i felt like i was Doing a school project, like I got to like pause, and be like oh god, all right, gotta finish this. Like I, I just didn't, I didn't feel motivated. There were definitely the action is good. Um, there's no denying that, and the sets are amazing, and the costumes are great. Uh, I mean, god, can you imagine if like this, the story writers slacked the way that like the costume or set designers did? It would just be anyway. Um, it, it was rough. Uh, it's the whole the whole situation, and the whole of why this movie is the way that it is uh just breaks my heart and uh i was i was sad at the end um sure there's a little you know uh fan service nostalgia there at the end that may have triggered some of that but i just am, i'm sad for this this series it's it's been uh, jerked around by by disney and the fans and by kathleen it kennedy bre- it just it breaks my heart um what can i say
1: yeah and and, and I kind of let's I want let's start there. I want to kind of go into that um before we get detailed again. Uh the fan base, uh, you know, it's it's been argued that the fan base of Star Wars ruined Star Wars, but there's also the counter-argument that the studios listening to the fan base ruined Star Wars. So, sure. you know, I understand there's going to be outrage. I mean, this this is like a 40, what, 40, 50-year-old series, uh, 42 years, I think, is what it was when it came out in theaters, uh, which was a fun little drop they added in the movie. Um, the the first, Remember the part where they were at the uh, that festival-looking place? Yeah. Uh, and they were like, oh, yeah, it happens great. every 42 years. Well, 42 years ago from them first saying that is the original Star Wars dropping, which I thought was ah. nice. yeah, which is a fun little thing. But not, that. yeah, not enough to be like, e- cool. Oh, that, yeah. You know, but it was whatever. But like, you know, going from... JJ Abrams to Ryan Johnson back to JJ Abrams it just shows a, a lack of faith and leadership in Disney in in mm. Lucasfilms it's just like you should have written a story and had a point to this trilogy before you started making it. Instead of being like, yeah, you can do this, you do that, we do that, and we'll paste it, you know, put it together later. That doesn't really work out when you have such a beloved series and something that's supposed to have I mean, even the originals and the prequels, like there's so many plot holes already that doing it this way is just gonna make everything worse. And you'd think seeing what disney can do with some of their other properties marvel um even like you know stuff that they've taken to sequels like uh um finding nemo toy story in their like pixar line and like all that stuff they've built worlds they've been able to tell this story over 20 years over 10 years you know and that kind of stuff but for some reason with stuff that's already there all they had to do was just fill in the blanks they couldn't do it it really is kind of annoying that that they couldn't put it all together Even though someone was like, here, this is Ikea. Put it together. They're like, we're going to do it our way, though. It's like, no, you have instructions. And then they didn't do it.
0: Yep. It seems like they all you to do is stick to a plan. And they panicked uh, after the fan backlash of The Last Jedi, which was extremely unwarranted. I will never understand that. Uh, I personally think every Star Wars has its flaws. Oh, Um, yeah. And I, you know, you rewatch Force Awakens. Empire has no flaws; it's the best. I sure it does. Shut your mouth! No, I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) I mean, I remember, you know, Chewie running around with C-3PO on his back for no reason at all. Just time to put them together. (laughs) Okay, all right. Um, But there's always going to be flaws, and I think that. Okay, let's talk about Empire, can we, for a second, sure. before we get Please. into it? Because, it's my because, yes, because Empire is more or less maybe why this fandom is so it's the way that it is. Mm. Uh, th- this was, it, it had already cemented itself in sci-fi movie history. Uh, and then came the moment: the I am your father moment. Yep. And that, I mean that changed everything. Uh, not just, I mean, not just for science fiction movies, but for a lot of movies in general. And I think you can't possibly live up to that again. And I think they felt obligated to create some sort of moment like that. And you can't recreate something like that. It's yeah. even if you try to do the same thing, especially with Ray and you know, full spoilers ahead and her grandfather Palpatine. That's never going to hit have the same impact. That it did, and I just think they should have gone a completely different direction. Uh, you, you're and never going to be able to live the, up to that.
1: That's the funny thing is, like they already did uh, go a different direction. Like they did that in the Last Jedi. They they took it and they were like, your your parents were nobodies. They they And they should you. have not made it like that. I don't think. I but think that's at, at the same time it's fine. <laughs> Like, I, I agree. You, I agree. You know, you grow up, you're this like uh, uh, the, the true underdog, the nobody out of nowhere coming up and, and becoming somebody. You take it away from the Skywalker saga, you know, which I think this series has needed uh, very much so uh, because it, it, it became stale after hearing about the same characters over and over and over and over because you sure. didn't grow any of them. You know, you, you, you nobody cared how Darth Vader became Darth Vader, which was the problem of the first uh, of the prequels. Like, that just was like, I don't, I never knew. I really was
0: intrigued. I would have liked to see that in we a We did you know, see it. <laughs> in it a I know, but in a good way, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. But I don't
1: know. It was, it's. Yeah, it, it drives me a little crazy just to try and think about. Uh, I, I, you stuff. know, what? I felt like watching this
0: movie i felt like forrest gump on a bench and somebody was explaining the plot to me this movie you know what i mean just like palpatine has been pulling the strings this whole time Uh, okay you're right (laughs) and building a zombie army question mark Uh, uh, oh okay okay Oh, oh also there's force healing now uh, that so, was my so one has, of my biggest
1: problems. Like, so hey, like
0: what? So, so, like so has force healing been a thing this whole time, or did they learn how to use it before the movie started? It is unclear, Forrest. It is unclear. So yes.
1: All right, let's, let's let's nitpick. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Please. back. Uh, I'm going to start with my biggest problem with this movie, and I'm going to steal this, and I'll give it credit. Uh, It was um, uh, Kevin Smith and Mark Bernardin's podcast. They talked about this, and it was an interesting point, and I never really thought about it. Uh, There's too many sets or planets or places that they've been to in this one movie. If you look at most of the other Star Wars movies, there's like three or four, especially the originals. Like, you go uh, from Hoth to... um, where do they end up after that? Uh, there's like three planets, and it's three settings, and that's it. And you take that story and you make it revolve around the characters in the story, and it's what makes it more interesting. Uh, you look at, like, Return of the Jedi, you've got Endor, you've got the Death Star, uh, and and that's like most of the movie takes place on two separate planets, or two separate uh, okay. sets. And so you don't have to try and force-feed all this action. Within the first ten minutes of this movie, uh, you've got... Uh, um, Kylo Ren uh, skipping across the universe uh, trying to find uh, the the planet where Palpatine is Uh, and so you're already on like three or four different planets and then you've got uh, immediately after that you have um, Poe, what do they call it? Uh, Hyper Skipping? Or something uh, light, light speed skipping, light speed skipping, uh, from like seven different planets and going <laughs> all over the place, and then they're on some I don't even know the name of the planet that the rebel base is on. I can't remember. Uh, maybe it was said in Last Jedi. Uh, I'll admit I tried to rewatch Last Jedi, but I watched it at like one in the morning and I fell asleep halfway through. So I'm a little <laughs> sad because I really wanted to see the ending and I didn't go back to watch it. But um, like, and then they're suddenly on this planet. Um, to go find uh follow luke's traces uh meanwhile uh what uh, you know it, they're just everywhere ray ends up back at the planet where luke was they're at a festival they're at this planet with this awesome awesome lightsaber battle on the old death star fucking sure. destroying like that was one of my favorite scenes in theaters it's a great scene oh it was great it's a great scene it, it, and, it, and like the way they did digitally did the water it looked so real and cool and then great. like i watched it at home i'm like it was cool it was still one of my favorites, but it didn't didn't have that oomph at home. Which kind it's of it's like this uh, movie so. was directed by
0: three different people, and they all had three different like objectives to convey. Yeah, no, that's Pretty uh, true. I mean, they're just it's like this movie was rebooted, and we missed like a portion of of one I mean, this was supposed to be kind of like about Ray like connecting with the Force again, and it's literally that one scene of her floating in the beginning, and then at the end when she's like tries to win the battle and there was like I mean, nothing you're, you're about given, that in between you're
1: given the idea that she's been training on this planet for a little while you see her run the obstacle course sure um i think that was kind of neat you know it was, it was a shout out as well again to like the throwback with that little floaty orb that shoots them and everything and, and you're like that's sure. cool it's fan service um you're like hey you remember that thing they did in the first one we were doing it in the last one and you're like that's cool um it was kind of neat later in the movie seeing uh, a digital uh, Luke and Leia uh, run their obstacle course. I thought that was kind of fun. That was cool. Yeah, I, yeah, um, it was all right. But again, you know, it, it to me it didn't really serve any purpose. You could have just narrated over something else happening and tell me what was going on. Like it didn't, it didn't move anything forward for me personally. It was cool, but like whatever. Um, <sighs> Some of the best moments in this movie—that's all they are, you know. That's true. Uh, you know, what I
0: mean, <laughs> oh hey, it's Lando. Cool. You yeah, know? yeah.
1: <laughs> um, and someone There's brought up another point that I liked, and I, and again, I'm just repeating what I heard. So, uh, but it was. Um, It was interesting because you had, at the end of the movie, you had Lando calling in the, like, all the ships, you know, gathering the the troops and everything. And and that was cool that it was Lando because it's like, oh, Lando, he's from the old movies and, you know, sold malt liquor for most of his career, but whatever. Um, (laughs) You know, it it was fun, but someone was like, why couldn't you have had Kylo Ren go back to being Ben Solo and... Rally the troops and come in and save the day, Great. and then he could have lived, and it could have been—it yes. could have been like that's a redemption story, you know. That and, and been... Ray
0: should have died, I think. Personally, uh, uh, she sacrificed herself. I think that would have been, sure. and then it would have been the true rise of Skywalker, and not agree. just like her, like doing a little identity theft at the end.
1: Yeah, which I was, uh, like, that's dumb. Um, uh, really, just yeah, called, no called the movie something else, and I would have been a little bit yeah. happier like it would have made that's that's fair you you build it on the the name skywalker yet it has so little to do with it um Mm. which is kind of obnoxious um okay i'm gonna go on a couple other points and 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 if you have anything you know we can skip into that um another big thing about this uh so leia right before she goes to like lay down and die i guess Mm. um she like projects into ben's head while they're fighting on the old Death Star, remember? Like, he feels it, he pauses, and it's clearly Leia, because she says Ben, and he's like, what? And then, Mm. there's a lot of theories as to what happened here. And none of them are clear, and it should have been more well-told. Again, just kind of unfortunate. Uh, But to me... Uh, she kind of projected into Ben and and kind of made him Ben again, you know, a little bit. Um, okay, and sure. I'll go with that. She was kind of pushing him along the last bit of his journey because at the very end of the movie, when Ben dies, you see Leia's uh, uh, table. She's underneath a, a, a cloth. You see it deflate, like all the old Jedi's. You know, they become right. more. Um, and so she's kind of holding on, a part of her is holding on to Ben, and when Ben dies, it disappears with Ben, because it was really Leia pushing along the way. That's just my theory. I, 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 I like that I, theory. Yes, I'll go with that. That's what I came up. I've heard many others. I don't I'm not going to repeat any that's, of them because they're all weird and strange. Someone said that's that the it thing was...
0: with this movie though. They don't explain things fully. No, and if you want
1: to get to the bottom of like a lot of
0: things, even major things in this movie, you have to figure it out on the internet or elsewhere. The biggest one, I, as I mentioned to you before, is is Finn saying, I have something to tell you, and never telling her yeah. what that thing is. And then, you know, you go online and you find out he just wanted to tell her that he was force sensitive. Which is which stupid. On my, <laughs> like that, which is like, okay, that's cool. That's not a like, moment Like, that you need. like uh, I mean, which on the second watch through, I did appreciate because I could, you know, you could tell he was, he would be like, you know, oh, my spider senses or my Finn senses tingling. But that's not something uh, that
1: he would need a one-on-one in-depth conversation with her about. That's just like I a, hey, guys, everyone, I'm force sensitive, I can help. Like, that's not something you hide from Poe, or something you need to hide from everybody that's going around. You can, uh, I don't know. You can be more useful if people know this. They might even listen to uh, you more without questioning you. Even worse to not follow through on it. Yeah. So why, why did that happen? Either that, was that or really like, weak. scrap the whole Poe and Finn romance story, and go with, oh, I was gonna tell you I have feelings for you. Like, make it something. Something. Anything. anything whatever. <laughs> uh, it was... Yes, it it it's, drove me insane. It's almost I as mean, maddening as like the, the pulp fiction what's inside the briefcase. Except that that's is, more he, fascinating. No, you know what I mean? That's like, different. That's like the point is it is to not know. Right? That's a different
0: thing entirely. Uh the point of this is to not is to know what he was gonna say because he had something specific he wanted to tell her. Um uh I mean this movie's full of stuff like that. Uh so, you know, I find out later on that the kiss was so supposed to be um, one of uh, like gratitude and not necessarily a romantic kiss. And I'm you like, kiss him on the cheek or some shit. Like, okay, like didn't, uh, yeah, didn't look like one. Looked like something way more from my perspective. I mean, there are just lots of things that you they are trying to, that we are supposed to know and we don't. And it makes the it hurts the movie it even does. more than it already is struggling. And that just it's it's uh, man, um, I don't know. The so, night, can we tell, The knights. Oh. I was so excited for the knights of Ren oh, so to see it's them, a and a bunch of chumps just going out. Don't even learn their names. Like whatever. You, a, you know, another thing. They get that destroyed
1: by their leader. It's like why not just have them fight along the way? Like we've just, clearly just, felt no shame just cutting them down. No, like all whatsoever. in the
0: name of the, of the light side. And, all no, right, good for you. I,
1: I will say this: one of my favorite things about the movie was Adam Driver. I I I liked Adam Driver. I liked little moments that he had, just little things like little facial expressions. Like it 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 put it in more perspective for me. I just liked him as Kylo Ren. Um, you know, writing aside, whatever. I liked Adam Driver as Kylo Ren. I thought he had the best story arc out of anybody because it seemed actually complete and it was a full story. Like it did. It it wasn't. A great one, but it was a complete story arc. They kind of Zukoed him, which I think could have been done better. Sure, nobody or could they Zuko Vader'd
0: him, uh, what they've already done before. You yes, know, I'm just saying. It,
1: it did feel more like a Zuko, because he, he felt more lost and more like... It was maybe like an Anakin turning into to Vader. But I mean, he spent back.
0: less time on the dark side than Darth Vader did.
1: Right, which is why I feel like it was... Not as oh, intense gosh. as Vader, but there were just little moments that I enjoyed, like when, uh, which I, I like and I dislike parts of this exact scene, which is very confusing for me. Um, when, uh, towards the end, when they like use their dyad special powers and like transfer the lightsaber to, uh, Kylo when he's about to fight the Knights of Ren. Sure. Um, I thought that was kind of cool. I didn't understand it at first, because I was more or less like, wait, this can fucking happen? What are you talking about? But then, right. like, he gets the lightsaber, looks up at everybody, and kind of shrugs, like... Yes, yeah, right, I like that part, too. Like, and I was like, <laughs> all right, that was kind of fun. Like, that little moment brought it back for me. And then the fight scene was cool. It could have been better. um, But, you know, it was. it is what it was. And I want to talk a little bit more about the dyad between the two of them, like...
0: It's. It's. I mean, it weird. seems like they made that decision for this movie, and well, they just—it no, was they, already—they planted the seeds, sure, in the second one, but they made you believe that it was Snoke really making the connection between the two, and then they just like they decided, no, actually, let's just make it—it it was really them two the whole time. But, you can't,
1: but I don't feel like that—that's a proper rewrite because, yes, they're a dyad, but like they can be a created dyad, like, and Snoke is supposedly Palpatine. He was a failed clone, so. How is, that would, what is, is that what that was? Yeah, that he's, was a, he's a failed clone. He created Snoke. Oh, he literally when he said he created him, he literally created literally him. literally created him. And How so, the
0: hell are we supposed to know that? Ugh, whatever. Okay. It,
1: well, you see, like the clone pods, like you do in Alien. Sure, but I thought he was just cloning him. Like he cloned himself. Right. And, and, Snoke, was, and Snoke was the best one that he had in, up until he became. Which doesn't make sense because Snoke was more of a put together, put together clone. Than the end emperor that we got, like he's attached to this thing. His fingers aren't complete. He, it's like it didn't make any sense how he couldn't have sensed any of this when he fucking created this. Like it's just it's just dumb. It didn't make any sense. Uh, so you know whatever. And also, who the fuck were those fucking people? Uh, it, at the end of the movie. Who was that <laughs> the audience? Zo-
0: <laughs> the zombie audience, dude, he created to cheer for him, dude. Who, who the fuck knows at this point? There's I, okay, so much so left explain about that whole planet and like just kind of shoehorned in in the very end. Like, I mean, were who was piloting those ships? I, I don't were they not being piloted by so anybody? I, I watched Z- zombie it,
1: clone people? I don't know. Like, I watched it all with subtitles on. So right. it, it it said um when you heard them chanting in their little risers, it said disciples. And I was like, mm, okay. like disciples chanting, but like, why do you need Kylo or Ray? If you've got a thousand, like what, what is the, it didn't make sense. Why you have this fleet, just send them out. Why
0: are you? I don't think it was this? supposed to make sense. I think it was more for the aesthetic purpose, like make it a little more epic. Honestly, I don't it, think but they but thought it, it through. i was kind of
1: fucking dumb. Um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
0: i don't know um, i don't know it's just this, now now there's like so the, the force awakens was literally a, mostly like uh the first star wars a new hope and now this last one is a lot like return of the jedi i mean i feel like they should have just called this movie star wars deja vu all over again Yeah, it was just, <laughs> and it, it's
1: sad because jj J. abrams had some good movies um, sure. I, it, he himself so, has said he's not good at endings, and they're like, "Yeah, we'll we'll try it anyway." I mean, that kind of makes you know? sense. Did you watch? The, yeah. I mean, his Star Trek stuff was his Star Trek was better, but his Star Trek was like mm, the ending of Wrath of Khan or Two, whatever they want to call it. I was,
0: I was okay with that one. Yeah, it was but fine. I'm not, I'm not a like a Star did Trek you see,
1: loyalist. Did you see Super Eight? I did. Pretty weak. Yeah. So, like, you kind of look like his original stories aren't the best. I mean, he did Lost, right? Yeah. (laughs) So, I hear that didn't end well either. It Um, did not. So, you know, it kind of makes me question J.J. Abrams. Visually, is he a visionary? Yes. He really is a visionary director. He, He can create some really cool movies that look great. I love his Star Treks. I liked the the Force Awakens because that one was true fan service. Like it was a more well rounded sure. movie than this one.
0: When was the last time you rewatched that though? Not, Question.
1: Not too long ago, a couple yeah, months ago. Yeah, I don't know.
0: I was. I remember, you know, seeing it for the first time in theaters was. I was of course ecstatic to yeah. finally get a quality Star Wars movie. And it was and, for the most part. But it was. But rewatching it, there's. I mean, there's a lot there that's just straight up nostalgia and just yeah. oh, just repeat it over again which and, I think is
1: why the movie worked better than than yeah but you can't do that again like I you know, gotta do something different that was the biggest problem and, is he, yeah. he didn't want to do an original story so he did what he already knew and loved and was a fan of and that's why you shouldn't give fans movies Uh, because they're just going to do what they know and what they know is stuff they've already seen. And so you're just going to see shit that's being regurgitated by a fan. That's why I like having other directors do things, which I really would have liked to have seen Lord and Miller do the Han Solo movie instead of Ron Howard, which I love Ron Howard. Don't get me wrong. Um, (laughs) but, uh, yeah. Uh, speaking of Ron Howard on a very big tangent, I recently watched Inferno, like the third or fourth or third or whatever. Uh, um Da Vinci movie. And, uh, it was messed up, man. It's, it's that one was <laughs> fucked up. Like uh, nightmares and shit kind of fucked up. It was weird. Okay. Um cool. yeah, it was fun. But weird. Uh <laughs> you know me. Um okay. Yeah. Um, I've got a couple of notes here, uh, and they're just really weird ones. Like how the fuck did Palpatine have an offspring? Like, seriously, by the time he would have had an offspring, because we saw him in the prequels, he didn't have any kids, he didn't, from our notice, he didn't, didn't do anything with anybody. Granted,
0: it sucks because they can just say stuff like, as far as we know. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that's like, like this whole thing. It,
1: it would have made more sense if she was a clone as well. you sure. know, Kind of like an X-23 thing. Or like yeah. the or like the daughter of clones, like that would have been okay, cool, all right, fine. That's a naturally born person from some clones, so he can be like, oh, it's a clone. I'm grandfather. Cool. Use the same thing, but explain it a little more. Um, random one. Uh, another one, which I thought was dumb. Why couldn't have Ray taken the X-wing out of the water instead of Luke? Ghost Luke, to be specific, oh, like that was. Just I mean, that stupid. is.
0: I guess so, but that if you're if you're going that far, I mean, I like, mean, you're gonna bring up him catching the lightsaber too. I, that, like, wh- like yeah. what? I don't know. I mean, they did it. They opened the door in the second one when Yoda brought down the Force lightning and destroyed funny. the the Jedi Temple. I, I was like, okay, so they can interact with the physical world, and then now he just straight up, you know, catches, catches the lightsaber
1: yeah. mid air. Oh, yeah.
0: You know, out of all of the other things that were bothering me so much, that thing was just so far down the list. I was just like, nah, OK, because that was on the,
1: like the top of my list. Was that like was, I was like, why? Why that? But um, <laughs> but um, most people's favorite part of this movie is Chewie getting a medal. Um, I blinked and missed it. And so I didn't realize And like af- when everyone was saying this after I saw it in theaters, like I wasn't I was paying attention in theaters. I said to myself, Chewie got a medal. What are you talking about? Like, it didn't do anything for me because it, no. I didn't even realize he didn't get it in the originals because I was like, oh, they're just handing him a medal. Cool. I'm like, not sure about this. It wasn't a ceremony. This. It wasn't a thing.
0: Yeah. Like, okay. I think, I'm not sure about this. I think that's the medal. It, I, Leia, when she goes to lay down to contact Ben, she lays down with
1: a medal. Yeah, it's Leia's medal. Or no, Han's medal.
0: Okay, and then so they're literally just giving him Han's medal? Like, is that what's happening? Like, yeah. if
1: that's true, that's even less, like twisting well, the knife kind no, of. No, like so it depends on what canon you go off of. Now, I read, oh, the, it, and this isn't canon anymore, but I read the Thrawn trilogy, uh, which explains how, um, uh, how Chewie became the servant, not servant, uh, the a better explanation of him being his uh, uh, best friend and like giving a life debt. And so like giving him someone who he owes a life debt to giving them his last medal is kind of a sign of honor. If you think about it, where it's like, you know, you did your best, you know, he was your friend. Here's his last possession. He would have wanted you to have it kind of thing. But it was like, should have done that then. But it
0: made it seem like they were giving him his own medal, and they
1: weren't. No, It was ridiculous. Yeah. I didn't I, I did it did nothing for me. Everyone's like at least he got a medal. I'm like I don't care. Um <laughs> you know one moment I did like I'm going to see something I liked about the movie.
0: Uh right right after our taxi was like, "Ugh, oh, I'm going to have a hard time getting through this movie." Right after that C-3PO said something to them and they all turned around to look at him and then he like turns
1: around yeah. to look back behind yeah. him <laughs> I really enjoyed that because they were like oh what luck there's a festival he's like oh a wonderful festival This 42 years I've... blah 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 blah. it is great luck and they look at him and, and he turns around like what what did I miss like it was yeah, that was, <laughs> that was great yeah, that was the one consistent there's, character there's across nine films in the movie which I enjoyed you know and, and Abrams brings sure. that in all of his movies and it's little witty quid, uh, quips or something like that like when they're playing um, that weird chess game in the beginning um, and they're talking about how he cheats uh, Chewy <laughs> cheats and then they're like oh no yeah. man go ahead take care of that we're not going to turn it off and they're like how does he keep beating us he cheats turns it off and you're like that's kind of funny you know it's just little things I thought the humor was fine in the movie I didn't mind that um, okay at the end the most interesting part for me was uh, when Rey is reaching out to the fallen Jedi and she's just saying mm. be with me and you hear all these voices, and in, in the theater, you have almost no clue who it is. Um, I right. didn't write down all the names. Uh, I, I know there was Qui Gon, there was Anakin, there was Ben, uh, not Ben.
0: There, were, um, there was uh, a bunch of people from, I mean, that you would know primarily from the Clone Wars.
1: Yeah, uh, what's her name? Um, uh, um, I can't say it. Ash- Ashoka? Oh Ashoka. Yeah, yeah. No, she, you hear her. her, her hearing name her is, is in nice. there.
0: Um you get even like, Ayala, even who's in more, there? more like sure, even more minor characters in the in Clone Wars you hear from. Like someone, I had to Google some of these names I and I was like, like, oh Callan, wow, okay.
1: Kayan Kel Cal- Cowan <laughs> I don't, I don't know. It, it popped I up know. and went away. But I was like, oh, that's kind of neat. Like, they got the actual yeah. actors to do the actual voiceover, which I was like, oh, you got Mace Windu. Um, you know, you got all, all. And I was like, that's kind of nice. You know, that was cool. Him in there. there was one character, and I think it was that Colin Kayan, whatever that is, who was from a book. And so okay. they, they took it and made him canon. Her, him, I don't really remember. But they made that sure. character canon. So I'm like, oh, maybe they'll do some more. Who knows? Um, but I'm going to go with, an, on that note, speaking of more Star Wars, uh, before I get into uh, the Mandalorian stuff, um, uh, Taika Waititi, uh which I saw you post, uh, was given hmm. a new Star Wars movie. And I don't know what it's going to be. Um, I didn't fully read the article because article. I just need the headline. He's gonna do a fucking movie for Star Wars, um, and I'm I'm excited. Uh, I'm uh, like you. I'm not gonna get my hopes way up there because as we can mm. see, we're like, oh, J.J. Abrams is gonna get a new Star Wars movie. It's gonna be fresh. No, it was literally fucking the first movie ever made remade. So whatever. Mm. Um, yeah. But Taika is a more interesting director to me than an Abrams. He'll uh, take risks. He we'll will do things differently. Will they let him is the question, you know, uh, <laughs> other people tried to take risks on solo. They fired them and brought in Ron Howard, who's a more, you know, I'm going to do this this way and it'll be great. Cause this is what you want. Um, again, nothing bad about Ron Howard. It was just a yeah. bad situation. Um, but it, I, I'm interested by, in this. Uh, I want to know what characters, I want to know what they're going to do with it. Are they going to take uh, Lando and, and I don't remember her name, but the other um, stormtroopers that they met up with on that planet that I, can't again, can't sure. remember her name, and do something about that. That would be cool. Um, I personally hope it has nothing to do with anyone we've ever met. I agree. That's just my... Well, it just, could be someone we've met, but maybe, like, a very minor character. Yeah,
0: you know? like a cameo or, like, you know, a quick, like, scene or two. Hey, hey you remember I, that
1: bounty hunter that you saw in the uh, first movie? Cool. Let's see the, more about this. You know, like... That would be fine. I don't want to yeah. know. I don't want the words Skywalker to come up. I I don't want to hear more Jeez about God, no. this shit. Um. So, uh, now we can kind of go into uh the behind the scenes Mandalorian Disney gallery that came out, and and uh because Taika was on that, I think that's why he's getting a Star Wars movie. Hmm. Okay, which I'm intrigued by because they're like, oh, we see what you can do with our product already so we'll give you some more um so uh Uh, the first episode, it's called Disney galleries. Uh, and this one is about the directors. Uh, so it's really not a whole lot of behind the scenes. You get to see some of it. Um, it's not as in depth as I thought it was going to be. And I honestly thought they were going to drop the whole series so I could binge watch it. But for some reason, some of these new streaming services don't want to fucking do that. They're like, Nope, you have to wait a week. It's like, stop doing that. You're not television. This is the internet. We all want (laughs) to binge. Give us this DC universe app is doing that. Now Disney is doing that 10 bucks says the hbo max is going to do that like i'm very angry um <laughs> yeah but that being said uh, i did like this first one i thought it was very interesting to get to know these characters these directors get to know how kind of how they went about their work where they came from um I didn't write down all their names, and I couldn't pronounce one of them if you asked me to. Um,
0: I, I was I was blown. I didn't know Bryce Dallas Howard uh, directed one. Yeah, and that well, was very fascinating to me. I'm a big fan that. of hers.
1: I only knew that at the end of the movie, the episode that I watched. I did see that. <clears> I was like, "Oh, Bryce Dallas Howard." I'd forgotten it up until this point. But it's right. cool. I didn't know this was her first directorial debut. I didn't know this was the first thing she ever did. Pretty. That's pretty cool. Um, that's a pretty I, happy episode too.
0: Definitely. Definitely. But, you know, her dad is Ron Howard. Uh, yep. She has to have picked up some tricks here and there. And it was great. It was a great, was of a great circle of people hearing from their thoughts. And they all are, like, very uh, well-spoken. And, you know, I've, like, acted. Some of them have acted here and there. So it was, uh, it was an entertaining little thing. I'm looking forward to seeing the rest of it. Yeah, I wish it was all out right now, for the love of God. But, yep. um, yeah.
1: I, uh, it was good. I enjoyed... Uh, so, for me, uh, and I know, I think, I'm pretty sure you... Uh, i am a huge avatar the last airbender uh nerd i love it i've i've, it's, I've just rewatched it again uh, for like the umpteenth time um and uh dave Filoni uh is one of the directors who almost became like a second showrunner in an aspect oh. because he he was he, he was the first guy they talked about and he had the most in-depth about his knowledge of star wars and 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 all that stuff from behind but he came from animation but like um it was really cool seeing him. I was like, Oh, I know he's, I know he can tell stories. I know he can direct that kind of story that I want to watch. Cause he did a lot, a lot with, um, uh, avatar less airbender, which if you haven't seen it, 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 you must watch it. It's one of the greatest television shows ever made in my opinion, uh, animated, leave it as animated. I don't care. Um, it was great. So seeing, oh, th- so, yeah, seeing him do this was phenomenal to know that he was on it. Um, who else? You got Taika Waititi. Um, uh, you've got—I can't pronounce that guy's name for you, uh, I don't know. I don't know anything about him coming into this. Uh, he was real good. Uh, they're all real good. Um, and it was really interesting look to, to see where they'd come from and their different styles, but it was nice because they all kind of work together. Like I didn't know that, you know, on like a lot of these shows, they'll just bring in a director one off and be like, here you go direct this show. Like, um, and I keep saying his name, but I'm a big fan. Kevin Smith, uh, does a lot for like flash and Supergirl and he's even gone on record and been like, I don't do much. He's like they—they're they're so far into this, like they know what they're doing. They know the characters. They know the script. I just kind of am like, oh, maybe do this a little differently. And like, he's gained their respect and he has a little more say. But like, if he asks someone to go do something, he's like, oh, I want to do it this way. They're like, no, you know. Like, and a lot of shows are like that. Like, it's just you bring in a couple people, they do a thing or two and call it a day. But this seemed to be more—they let each director kind of have a little bit more leeway with their uh with their episodes and they really kinda were like, oh this is great, let's do that. And and so I was it was nice. I am excited to see more of this. I really want to get more into like the characters. I want to get more into, you know, Baby Yoda. I want to get more into uh, just everything uh, about the show. So it's great to see a group
0: of people who love star Wars and want to do it justice and treat it with respect and what and like have choices that are, you know, fair and respected. You know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. I, it's a very, you know, I may have my, my faith, uh, in, in star Wars movies is supremely shaken, but, uh, my faith in star Wars uh, shows has never been higher. So that's a good
1: feeling. Um, so you're still watching, uh, clone wars i i have not started it (laughs) i'm creeping Um, man i'm creeping
0: it's it's rough uh you know ashoka is the one of the main characters and she's still kind of a young kind of an kind of annoying uh character um i'm barely getting through the beginning of the second season and it's from here i hear it gets very good um but it still is challenging for me both her and anakin are just very annoying. And somebody <laughs> – this is totally off-base – but somebody kind of told me – someone said to me that uh – that Obi Wan's voice sounds like a porn parody version of him, <laughs> and I cannot get that out of my head now. Whenever he talks, he's like Anakin, you need to blah blah blah, and I'm like, oh man, I need I need to think of something else now from now on. Um, so, but other than that, it still is good. Uh, there's now they're actually like learning lessons, and I you know I'm starting to feel for the characters a little more, and the villains are getting a little better. But yeah, I'm creeping. But I hear it gets so good, and I can't wait. I can't wait for it to get so good. But I gotta. Get Get through it. Yeah, I, I'm. Uh, I don't know. You seen anything else recently, non-Star Wars related?
1: Um, yeah, we can go into some stuff. Uh, what have I done? Um, I'm rewatching the Harry Potter movies in order, just because. Nice. Um, nice. Any thoughts? Um, you know, so I we rewatched the first one, uh, the other night, and uh, I it's been so long. That's my least watched Harry Potter movie um and and it's good it it does kind of just kind of move along like it's a very sh- quick paced movie which was good because i you know kids movies cuz that one the first two very much are kids movies to me and so watching kids movies aren't always as fun for me uh, but this one was fun there was a couple of aspects where I was like oh shit I forgot that that, oh, that was a cool moment I couldn't tell you what they were it was like two or three nights ago <laughs> um, but I enjoyed it a little bit more than I used to uh, and then I was like oh I remember like oh the opening scene the very first thing you see is Dumbledore using the Deluminator uh, which you don't hear shit about again right. until the seventh movie uh, no six, uh, six Planting seeds when, for historians sticking to it and i was like oh fuck the deluminator oh this is oh this is so well done um <laughs> the anim- the uh special effects do not hold up uh, at all yeah. that troll yeah. in the bathroom does not look good whatsoever <laughs> and the and, and the uh the um frenzy the chess the um uh damn it the minotaur or whatever the yeah, yeah. half person yeah. half uh, horse. Uh,
0: oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What's the no, word? No, not Minotaur. No. no, it's... um. Oh, wow, no, I can't think Whatever. of it. Whatever. He hilarious. looked
1: fucking awful. I mean... Yeah, he did. Terrible. And you see him again later, I'm like, he looks like a human! Before, he didn't look like a human. This is ridiculous. Um, But uh, I enjoyed the movie, and I'm going to watch more. Centaur. About... Centaur. Centaur, thank you. Jesus, we're dumb. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. mm, that's funny. Um, I don't... You know, I didn't... I don't recall watching too much else. I know there's things I've seen. I just watched Nightmare Before Christmas the other night. Well, I fell asleep to Nightmare Before Christmas again the other night cuz How many times have you seen that movie? Oh, dude, I mean, I've got Oh, I didn't even I don't know if you know this. I got a tattoo of uh, Fred, uh on Friday the 13th this year, the last one of the last days we were all allowed outside. Um I got uh <laughs> um uh, they always, most tattoo parlors will do a like $13 special or $31 special. And then they add a tip to make it 40 bucks or 20 bucks. Uh, and, and you get uh flash tattoos. There's like 10 pages of stuff you can choose from and they'll put it on you. You can get like two or three of them and they're cheap and they're fun. Um, I got Jack's um, bow tie. Uh, his, oh, you uh, did bow tell me tie that. Yeah, yeah. With the uh, 13 in Roman numals under it. So I'm like, dude, I've seen this movie dozens a hundred, at least a hundred times. And dozens. <laughs> the dozens and dozens of Timbo's fans, um, which is pretty much how many people listen to this. Um, so, you know... Um, I can't think. What what do you watch? Anything else? doesn't even have to be new. What have you watched?
0: Uh, I mean, I've seen some new things. Um, I saw, you know, I'm always rooting for Johnny Depp, and I gave this movie called The Professor a shot, and he's diagnosed with stage four lung cancer at the very beginning of the movie, and he just kind of like... Spiraled. uh, I wouldn't say he just kind of has the, you know, he goes about life and he tries things he never would have tried before. It looked like a
1: fun movie for Johnny. I enjoyed it.
0: Okay. I threw, the ending, whatever ending, not so good, but uh, it just kind of ends. But it was a decent movie. Got ten percent for critic scores, and I was like, "That is, yeah. that but is his harsh."
1: Last, <laughs> his last like four movies that were not Tim Burton movies, even those uh, were all yeah. supposed to be really bad for Johnny. And I'm, um, it's, yeah. uh, they're making it know, other I, pirates though. Yeah, well, yeah. cool. <laughs> I guess.
0: Um, okay. I don't know. I liked it. Um, I also saw a movie called the. Uh, the professor and the madman, with uh, with Sean Penn and Mel Gibson, uh, the, the left wing asshole and the right wing asshole, uh, in a movie together, and it was about the gentleman who started the endeavor of the first Oxford uh, dictionary.
1: Oh yeah, and how it was all about some guy who was clinically insane and wrote the dictionary.
0: Well, it was half him, and it was other half right. was Mel Gibson's Irish character, or I Scottish, I should say. I have been
1: telling people that the, the one of the earliest recorded versions of the dictionary was recorded by someone who was clinically insane. And people were like, that can't be true. They made a fucking movie about it. <laughs> yep. When no, I saw he's it, really I was like, that's my fact. Uh, that's my, my, my fun fact for the day. <laughs> uh, you, I mean, you should watch the movie. It's a good movie. Uh, good. You know.
0: And, you greatest. know Sean Penn and personality, Mel Gibson personality aside, it's they act their face. Sean Penn especially playing Madman. I mean, God, he is a he is a really good man at acting. And uh, Natalie Dormer is also in it. Um, Dormer. Oh, I so, watched all
1: the Hunger Games again. Okay. I hate, okay. I hate the last ones. I hate them. Last one. They're, they're the dumb. last ones rough. Yeah. The last two are both but pretty uh, rough. Uh, uh, yeah, Professor and the
0: Madman, you give it a good, a good thumbs I up. definitely check it out. Yeah. Um, I think it's you know, it's just it's just entertaining. Uh, you know, uh, I it's just a good it's a good piece. It's it's cool to see what happened and. Um, the whole thing with, you know, I was worried. I was like, this is not my kind of movie at all. But I, I was I was intrigued uh, from the start to the end. I th- I'd recommend it. Uh, not as good as, uh, though, God. I, so I watched 1917 last night.
1: Oh. Holy crap. Oh, dude, I saw that in theaters. Holy oh, shit, man.
0: man, what a good movie. It was so good.
1: It was really,
0: <laughs> so truly one of the best pieces of art I've had the witness uh, uh It's the music, uh, the constant shot. It was very well done, Um, really intense, really. They
1: they build the tension so well, and it was. So it's funny because I had watched Uncut Gems before that, and then I watched Nineteen Seventeen. So if you haven't seen Uncut Gems, uh, I personally recommend it. I think it's great, but you have to know that just watching this movie. Uh, uncut gems the whole time you have more anxiety watching a character do just you're like don't oh my god the whole time you're like when is this gonna oh my god like it just it's in oh it's so nerve-wracking watching uh, uh adam sandler's character do stuff it's it, the choices he makes mm. but then i went like a, a week less than a week later i watched 1917 and i was like why do i get so much anxiety in movies these last <laughs> couple it was, I you're into it It was it was good, but nineteen seventeen was superb.
0: I almost was there. I didn't have anxiety, but I it was I was just enthralled by what I was seeing on screen. Just the the shot that the the flare scene when it's at night and he's running through that abandoned village was honestly one of the best scenes I've seen in movie history. Amazing visually and I just – and that scene at the end where he's running uh, when he gets up uh, above the battlements and starts with all the soldiers running between him and the explosions happening, amazing, amazing sure. stuff. Did I've you, never seen anything like that. Did
1: you ever see Dunkirk? I didn't see Dunkirk. Oh, go watch Dunkirk. It's Kay. It's one of the most captivating movies with very little uh, dialogue. There's almost no dialogue. It's super captivating. Uh, I must admit,
0: I was strong-armed into seeing this movie, um, and I am not... A war movie fan i know uh, I've, i i've I know. very few movies i've seen that i mean even some of the best ones saving private ryan like by the end of, you know and i was sad to a degree at this movie but i was uh, i was much more appreciative at the end of this movie and i don't know i uh, might bring myself to watch dunkirk might have to get strong-armed in that one too i've heard mixed reviews on dunkirk that there's just it not was... a lot of substance it's mostly uh, a visual
1: yeah a uh, movie it would be which great if you'd seen it in theaters it probably would have hit harder but uh it'd... Sure. I thought it was real good. Um I did watch something now that I think I've I've short on one thing I watched was I rewatched The Patriot. Speaking of Mel Gibson, uh Oh man. his my opinion one of his best movies ever made. Sure. Um, and it was great. Can't can't say any bad about it. Heath Ledger, you know, the whole thing's fantastic. Sure. But, um Heartbreaking. And, and you know, uh uh what's his name? Um Lucius Malfoy's in it. Is fantastic. <laughs> um Sure. but i watched uh, and you might not care about this as much and i've been telling you to watch this for and lots of people have been telling you to watch this for a very long time i watched the latest season of doctor who um, okay i got that caught up on uh the second season i believe it's season 12 uh second season by um head showrunner chris chibnall if I'm saying his name right, with uh, Jodie Whittaker as the Doctor, who I love as the Doctor. I think she's excellent. I think the writing of the last two seasons, uh, Chris Chibnall needs to step it up and figure out his shit. Um, I like his name, though. Yeah. Chris Chibnall. <laughs> yeah, it's very strange. Uh, I th- it ended well with the... Um, This season ended pretty well. Uh, I'm gonna need to rewatch some of it because most Doctor Who endings uh, and/or follow-up is a little bit confusing. Uh, If it wasn't, Mm -hmm. it wouldn't be Doctor Who. But um, again, dude, you—I think I did sit down to watch it earlier
0: a couple months ago, and they had taken it off of Netflix. Uh, I don't know where
1: it it currently resides, but I I have YouTube TV, and you can borrow my login uh, if you need to, um, uh, or something like that. Um, But it was Yeah, if you do watch it, um I mean i recommend just for character's sake watching it from Chris ecclestein the ninth doctor, which most people will tell you to skip because then you go into uh David Tennant and then Matt Smith and then um, oh, what was his name? Uh Chris Eccleston.
0: Yeah, that he has one season as a doctor. He has
1: one season. But you get I, you meet okay. you meet Rose, who's played by Billy Piper. Uh, and, and, and I like him. So I will totally start there. Yeah. I like him too. I, I enjoyed that season. Most people are like, it was crap. And you know, after you watch the rest of them, you're like, yeah, it's the weakest of all the new ones, but it's, you know, it's good. I'll tell you though, it'll probably be rough. Uh, I'm not going to lie. When okay. I watched it like years ago, it was rough, uh, just because the, they didn't, Put a, like it was the first season back since like the 80s you know they hadn't put yeah. a ton of money behind it the visual effects are a little meh um but uh once you get into david tennant it starts to pick up tennant is a fun one uh matt smith might be one of my favorite uh ones uh just because the way it was written from start to finish is great whereas tennant takes like a maybe a season uh, it, he, he moves along a little bit more he he i loved David Tennant's doctor has some of my favorite episodes. So, um, watch it. Obviously I'm a who a whovian, if you will. Um, uh, I do want to watch, uh, the new Chris Hemsworth movie, uh, extraction. Mm. I believe yeah, it's I on heard Netflix. About that. Uh, it looks good. Uh, everyone said it's a violent ride. And I'm like, well, I'm excited, but, uh, okay. um, but you know, it, it's, um, I, I'm intrigued by it. Um, And it looks pretty good, so uh, I want to see that. Um, Small news update. Uh, I saw uh, online something about... I remember talking about this with you, that there was a possibility that the Charlie Cox Daredevil would appear in the Spider-Man movie. Um, Yeah. Charlie Cox came out and said, if they're doing Daredevil, I'm not involved in it. So um, Uh, it's not going to be him, but it just means that... Um, uh, Marvel or Sony uh, can reuse Daredevil now. So we'll see. It's a shame if he's not. Um, there's been a lot of stuff going on between uh, Venom and Spider-Man news because they've both been delayed a little... Um, you know tom hardy he he keeps tweeting random pictures of spider-man and venom so we're like is spider-man in the new venom movie because that would make it uh, you'd you'd make a billion dollars guaranteed if he's in that movie oh, yeah. even for t- even for 10 minutes people would go to see this movie you'd go to see this movie if spider-man was in it um maybe think, <laughs> uh, the whole you know what's going on with the third spider-man movie is becoming a very interesting story to watch so keep an eye on that um have you seen any trailers? Heard anything new about stuff you're excited about? Stuff coming up?
0: Um, uh, not really. <laughs> yeah, <it's> been slow. <laughs> I, I've been occupied with a lot of things, and uh, yeah, I haven't
1: seen or there's nothing.
0: I haven't, you know, I've stopped watching trailers. Uh, we talked about this last time, yeah. and I think that's uh, if I can avoid it, uh, I I will because I God trailers have a history of sometimes ruining the movie. Um, sometimes. Yep. You know. I, agree I you mean know it goes it goes as far back as uh as far back as Terminator 2. When if it wasn't revealed in the trailers who the good guy was, you wouldn't know who was the good guy or the bad guy until the moment Arnold says, "Get down." Yeah, and I yeah. thought that would have been a great
1: that would have been better uh to
0: not know. And oh, man, anyway,
1: I did just watch something and I said to myself, uh, I said out loud, I was like, I really wish they didn't show you that in the trailer. And I don't remember what it was, but they do they do they that a lot. And it is really frustrating sometimes because uh, they'll show you, they'll try and reel you in, but it's like, leave that alone. Like, like right. especially in Star Wars, since we're still talking about this for some reason. Um, sure. <laughs> don't show <laughs> all, me Lando. Always. Don't. Yeah. It would have been yeah. so much cooler to have that moment be like, Oh, <laughs> instead it was like oh it's lando that person you've already seen in the trailer here's he is like it's just you called it i was like oh that's fucking lando like it's gotta be he's not here yet it's gotta be him it was just because right. he came out in something looking similar to that uh uh garb that he wore in return of the jedi you know when he was rescuing and i'm like come on man like yeah be yeah. original you fuck sticks i remember i was I wasn't gonna see. I was not
0: not exactly excited to see. Uh, um, what was Shazam? And spoilers at the end. So they showed me. There was some trailer where they showed the clip of all the kids yeah. turning
1: into. And I'm like,
0: come on, I, that I would have been so that. great.
1: So I, I, I watch first come out until later. Trailers. I only watch one, uh, and usually it's a teaser. Uh, so I usually stop after that. There are some things where I will dive deep on it. Um, but generally I, I stop, uh, after one trailer because they do that. They're like, you, you get, I'm hooked by the first one and they're like, oh, but here's more. I'm like, I don't need more. Stop. Like, we're all good. I get it, but I'm good. Um, (laughs) i don't know other but, terminator trailers too
0: actually now that i come to think of it fucking all of them
1: fuck terminator i did watch the last one actually <laughs> i heard the last one was good and that was, was too late nobody it was... gave a shit and did terrible at the box office it did do terrible at the box office <laughs> uh, but it's good if you get a chance man it's a renter yeah, a paid uh, yeah. renter you could definitely it's worth the three six bucks whatever you pay for it i heard rent. it was
0: decent i totally do yeah. want to watch it it's yeah, just definitely. too bad they yeah. like beat it into the ground long before they brought this movie along <laughs> yeah
1: yeah they did um but it was fun i rewatched uh (laughs) you'll you'll like this i rewatched expendables 2 and 3 um in, in <laughs> reverse order we watched three and then two because like who nothing cares? matters in those movies yeah <laughs> up and they're down. Just, they're just fun and it, well, I was like it was like this is ridiculous like why am i watching uh, i watch the third I guess I'll watch the second one and then should I go back and watch the first no I'm good dude i mean
0: that is like is, is your face like permanently scarred from cringing the entire movie because no, that might be fun.
1: i love oh, a good god one. it's my favorite so oh, <laughs>
0: oh, just thinking about it is making my face tweak out I love the I
1: one that uh, Chuck Norris makes a Chuck Norris joke and I was like that, <laughs> that alone spoilers that alone was worth the entire movie so meta, meta dude uh. I was like oh that's so good
0: um, oh god if they don't have Terry Crews with a shotgun
1: I'm not watching the movie <laughs> don't watch the third one then um, <laughs> he doesn't Uh, Uh. Did you see the third one? I didn't see the second or
0: the third one. Oh, I have zero fun, desire. Dude, just watch them. We'll, no way, who man. Who are you better than? Shut the fuck up. Dude, <laughs> I, that really made it through that first one. Like, And I hear the second one's just way worse. And I don't know, I man. it
1: got Arnold and Bruce Willis and Chuck Norris. Like, yeah, come on, man.
0: It's no. Yeah, it's good. There's it's not good. enough booze in the world. I'm sorry.
1: It's, it's like I'm trying to make a shady deal. What do you got over there? Let me see your cards. What's going on? <laughs> man?
0: What are you doing? Um, Old school slice. <laughs>
1: Um, all right. Um, I got nothing else, man. Uh, we've, yeah. we've, we've beaten every horse, uh, to death <laughs> in this episode. There's just been, i oh, never man. talked about Star Wars again. Let's not yeah, right. Honest. Let's be honest. We'll talk every episode. Um, yeah, yeah You can't get rid of it, it's everywhere. It's the biggest yeah. phenomenon in the country, in the world, practically. Um, it's just, man, it's a sad story. All right. Well, uh, until next time, my friend, uh, it's always been a pleasure. And, uh, yeah, we'll do this some more and, uh, you know, bring some more reviews on the newest movies. And, yeah. Sounds enjoy, good, man. Enjoy. Always
0: a pleasure. <laughs> All right, brother. Thanks, man. Till next time. Till next time.